right. your relationship that you have with her, yeah. if it's not affecting me in no all. other way, yeah. why? Yeah. Word. That's just like possessive. It is. And it's, it's coming to realization that you need to realize that that's that character trait that's in you. Mm-hmm. It's possessive. Mm-hmm. I don't belong to you. I've always had friends. Mm-hmm. That ain't never been nothing new. Mm-hmm. That's why I was, I was telling Shardell. The content of her cat of her character, she's been hiding for years. Yeah. I feel being around her, being around me, mm-hmm. suppressed it. Yeah, that is. I feel like she couldn't be who she truly was, and I'm not saying whether it was good or bad. Right. Cause I, I'm, I'm at that point. Like, I don't give a fuck whether Shit, whether it's good or bad. Mm-hmm. It's her life, right? Mm-hmm. It was a problem when it started affecting mine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was saying that to say that who she was has always been there i feel like you know you just can't fight who you truly are right mm-hmm. we all are animals at the end of the day think about like the 100 where it show like no matter what happens when we could have peace we still choose war we still choose we war. still go back to still that human fucking nature listen yep. to a podcast today and they were referring to kendrick lamar's you know kendrick lamar's thing um his, his uh that song he got with the Taylor Page girl, and yes. one yes. girl was like, you know, that's very toxic, da da da, and then another girl was saying how it's toxic, but I don't think Kendrick Lamar is just talking about man and a woman. He's talking about relationships, period, and how you kind of, you know, you you go into this turmoil and then you circle back and do the same thing over and over again instead of like making a different decision or doing things that are, you know. More sexy. Insanity shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Word. For self. So. That's yeah. Interesting. Welcome yeah. to the Sit Down Grown Folks and Talking podcast. And we just chilling tonight. We just chilling tonight it's talking Friday. about relationships. It is Friday. Friday. And we just talking about relationships and how they are perceived. And one thing you got to do with listening to the podcast earlier today is love people in their love love language and not your own. And I feel like I'm somebody who I strive to love people in their love language without even them explaining to me what their love language is. It's just paying attention to detail. Paying attention to detail and shit like that. Called yeah. her friend and asked her friend to move to another state because she needed her and she up and left. And you know what I'm saying? Married with kids, kids, her entire family, I believe, moved. Yeah, there. and left or whatever. And and then her as her friend manifesting like, oh, I know this shit yet. You gonna get your million this year or whatever. I believe that because I know she doing everything in her power to make sure that. Her friend get that million because her friend supported her through that, through her shit or whatever. So it's everything. It's as I told you, it's more like confirmation. Like, yeah, we on the right path. We need that. We needed that though. We need yeah. that kick. We need that. You you doing it, but you losing it. Don't lose it. Keep, yeah. the, keep the fucking flame going. Don't yeah. lose it. Yeah. Sisterhood is a powerful thing. Yeah. yeah. Sisterhood is like a tool. It is. If if we knew better, if we only fucking really, really just, if so much more women knew better, like even down when it comes to this, just being single mothers, just this shit, right? There should be a group of fucking single mothers together. 
to support each other with that shit if you ain't got no men around you need that it's a village and so it takes a village in so many different ways even this this is our own personal village yeah it takes a village yo but it's just like if females will realize that shit just people in general because the males need it for each other too yeah they need to have that same brotherhood how yeah. we have that as women. The same way how we connect with Single each other, fathers. they need that too. Single father groups, everything. They need a group with all the abusers together, yeah. with a healed one, to let these motherfuckers know why it's wrong, the ones that don't realize it. They need a lot of fucking groups. A lot of them can't live in that shit because they can't forgive themselves. They deny it all day. They never think that they're the monster that they really fucking are. Because yeah. you can't live with the fact that you really are that person. That's the only other reason you want to deny it. And I see that in my kids, a baby. That's, a, that's not a baby, it's a seven-year-old. Not that he's going to be that person, but I feel like it can start here. Yes. Because it's hard for him to accept hearing himself say he did something wrong. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. You're going to accept it. You did it speak on it and you would get fucking past it but admit it and it's hard for him to admit shit we could talk about how how our group started (laughs) all right y'all so this is lily so we're gonna dive into the nature of our relationship and um, me and my sister wife over here, Shardell. Oh. That's what we call each other. That's right. We also have Tosh in the building. <laughs> so, again, um, welcome to the Sit, sit Down, Grow Folks, It's Talking podcast. And Tosh is our special guest, so she'll be popping in every now and then. Um, but yeah, so let's talk about the sister wife thing or whatever. Oh. So, Shardell and I. <laughs> We met because we dated the same guy. Yeah. Did we date him together? I think our time probably cursed at one point yeah. in time. I mean, yeah. While one was ending, While the other one was that beginning. That nigga was transitioning like a spirit. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, you know he was transitioning from me to you. <laughs> like, the nigga was moving himself from body to body. Right. Like, cheek to cheek. Right. <laughs> Fucking shapeshifter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking body snatcher. Yeah. Fucking bed snatcher. Yeah. <laughs> well, you already know. I was calling that nigga the bed hopper. Mm-hmm. They call those hobosexuals. What do you call them? Hobosexuals. Oh, they have a name. Mm-hmm. Okay. Damn. For men, for men who live off of women. Mm-hmm. Men who so, live off of women are called hobosexuals. That will be Yo. his name moving forward. Yo. So we was dating this hobosexual or whatever. Yo. <laughs> And you know our times have whatever the case may be, but to make a long story short, um, you know he hoboed from one house to the other and hoboed back, and you know when it ended, uh, the relationship ended for the both of us um, regarding this. What is it? A hobo? The hobosexual or whatever. Um, I reached out to her and the two other females that were involved in um, this homosexual relationship. <laughs> yo, yo, Word of the crazy. day. 
Homosexual. Word of the fucking day. It's still early in the night. It's still young. Homosexual. Homosexuals. Yeah. Because I'm sick of you niggas. Yeah. I didn't have one homosexual in my life, and that was enough. Yeah. That was enough. That shit grew me up, yo. Yeah. This whole process, which isn't even a process, but this whole journey grew me up, yo. Yeah. Yeah. Bam, bam. Drop one of DJ Clue bombs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because That's DJ Clue bomb. <laughs> that motherfucking Beach Boy grew me up, boy. Grew me up. He was and a reality really check from me, from your perspective. I mean, mine's too. He came with a with a specific lesson. Yeah, because you came as a woman first when you came. You know what I'm for saying? the first like, time too. Like, yo, be that as it may, I was fucked up in my head. The emotions that I was going through. You know what I'm saying? And then me, I'm not like I'm 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 in complete shock. Like you know somebody who get in a car accident and the lower half of their motherfucking body is on the other side of the road and they still talking and being coherent and shit. Yeah. That shit had me in shock. So the fact that one I I say this when I when you know when we tell our story to people that I thought she wanted to fight me at first. Since you like messaging people on Facebook, that was the first line that I fucking read. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh shit. But it what finally but has come. What she didn't head. realize was that I, I, I messaged her, but it was a, it was her, the other females in him. He was on a message too. That's what it was. So yeah. when I started it off, I was directed it towards him. Fundamental. Yeah. yeah. And I'm still learning that shit because I suck up and put myself in inconvenient situations because I don't completely finish the read. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Super important. Mm-hmm. It is important. Just as simple as the other fucking day, sidebar. Just the uh just the other day, I saw that my package was delivered to AutoZone. But it wasn't. It was going to be delivered to AutoZone the next fucking day. All I saw, your package is being delivered to this address. I didn't read the rest of that shit. So you went to AutoZone. And I was tired, and I didn't feel like fucking going back out, and I took my black ass to AutoZone. And for them to turn me away, telling me that there is no package. Reading is fundamental, and all that was the first line that I saw was, since you like messaging people on Facebook, because I messaged the nigga. Mm-hmm. I messaged him and a few other people. I don't think that's what it said. It says something like, sent you something. I don't think it was messaging yeah. people on Facebook. But it was something with him. We got to pull it up and read it one we day. We got to read that shit. It was something with him, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When I finished reading the whole thing, you was attacking this nigga. And I hadn't even been brought up. Mm-hmm. But I, when I was, yeah. don't feel bad, Shardell. Because that's all I was doing was feeling like a fucking dickhead because I didn't let this poor nigga on the internet swindle me. And I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm a very open person. I'm a very accepting person. But I'm also a motherfucking... Street smart and not one to be swindled. I, you only get one time. Like, I just 
posted this quote that um I think it was like Mike Tyson or it was Waka Flocka who I fucks with so hard right now oh no it was DMX it was DMX and he basically said the way that people present themselves to you like accept that accept that this is the person they who are. they are you know what I'm saying accept the person of who they are and basically what I got from that is how I do accept people completely for who the fuck they are and I do give myself the choice of whether or not I want to fuck with them. And it depends on, it don't depend on what I know about them from somebody else automatically or all the time. You know what I'm saying? I'll still give motherfuckers the chance to burn me, but you only can do it one time. And sometimes I don't know how fucking fatal that burn is going to be because I do take a chance because I just feel like I be having a feeling. You know what I'm saying? Like you just have a feeling about certain people, not ones that you known your whole fucking life because apparently they pull the wool over your, your, your fucking eyes faster than the speed of light. So those are the ones that we be sleeping on. The ones that we know for all of these years are the ones that we fucking take naps on. Exactly. But the new people, they get vetted. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. get vetted in a way that they get chosen. Also, they get vetted and that's why I feel like the relationship is more important to the person because that's the person that you choose for yourself. That's the person who you choose to have in your life. The ones who you choose, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of thought that goes into that shit. But the ones that you're forced into. But that's when it matters to you too. It, it gotta matter. Mm-hmm. It gotta matter. Because mm-hmm. even him, he chose to step into your life as well. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So he could have also made a choice not to fucking be the homosexual that he was. He could have chose not to be that, but where was he going to lay his head Is if, if I can take myself... Not, I'm not saying that right. compassionately right. for him, right. but... And the mentality where was of that, the, that person, nigga was thinking, where was I going to sleep? Because he knew... He knew Shit his was room and thick. board it was, was expiring. Yes, it yes, was expiring. His gig was his gig was up. The jig is up. It was, it was up. The jig is the up, jig. nigga. It was up. <laughs> it was up. So so the wool started dwindling from my fucking eyes, and and my main reason for um the wool was what Chardell touched on earlier was me feeling like. Um, our nature of our relationship was that we just knew each other for a while and, and we were friends before anything. So my perception of friends is I'm, I'm always, if there's anywhere where I'm safe, I'm always safe with my friends mm-hmm. or whatever, whether it's male or females. And it was the first time that I got into a relationship with um, somebody that was my friend, even though we were different type of friends before. Like he wasn't my homeboy only. Before we got into a relationship, we were friends, but we were friends that were linked every now and then or whatever. So it was the first time it was more than just that link every mm-hmm. now and then or whatever. But um, who he was wasn't transparent to me because I overlooked everything because of the history and feeling like if a person just 
respect you and know you're a certain type of way. They just wouldn't do you a certain type of way. Not that they're not that type of way, but they would just have that much respect for you not to just be that type of way towards you. And that's kind of how um, my shit happened with him. And I don't know. I forgot what I was saying that for. But, um, yeah. Shit. Well, I forgot. The fact of the matter is that at that point in time, when you did reach out, that shit took so much weight off of my shoulders because I felt free. Like, the stupid that had succumbed my body, if that, if I'm using that word in the right way, <laughs> I felt humiliated yeah. more than I felt brokenhearted. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've had my heart broken before, but not by, like, a relationship. More so by family. Family yeah. has broken my heart time and time again. Mm-hmm. That's a whole nother fucking subject, topic, discussion, and then some. Right. I, I, I kind of think, too, like, a part of reaching out gave... Everybody that was included, um, minus, you know, fucking... Boo-boo kitty? Uh, yeah, I wanted to call it Sabretooth, but <laughs> minus her. <laughs> but um, for, for you, myself, or whatever, and and for the, you know, the other person involved, and just not to say her name because she's not, you know, she doesn't know anything yeah, about this, but I think it was something for her. I think it was something for her, too. In a relationship, not Boo Boo Kitty, the other person that was involved, or whatever, the his children's mother. How about that? So, like, I feel like it was a, it was a, it provided a safe space for mainly us three. The other one was, I mean, I didn't feel like I, I, um, I don't, I wasn't as empathetic with the other one like I was with, um, Dell and and, and the children's mother, and that's because the, me and the children's mother had a conversation previous to it and had like a understanding with each other but I think it was like that for all of us like don't feel stupid like nigga we not the problem this motherfucker is like not saying that it's not some shit about us that we gotta address but in this specific situation what's occurring right now we ain't the problem this motherfucker is the problem and I realized that um early on like when I when I did get to speak to his kid's mother and had a conversation with him about, you know, her perception of who he is. Like, that shit is mad important. I, I think it's stupid now, but what I know and how much more... What's the word? Like, how much more uh, smarter it is. I think, like, if somebody... If you are dealing with somebody that has fucking kids with somebody else, it is good to hear their side. Not to say that, oh, it's the truth, but there's three sides of the story. I feel like somebody, for me, I'm good at, like, with my perception, I'm good enough to peel away the bullshit. I can hear his side, I can hear her side, and then I can see what the fuck makes sense from my experience with the person. And that's kind of how me and her conversation went. Like, the shit that she said, it was a lot of shit that she said that mattered, regardless of your feelings towards the person. But anyway, I was saying that to say, like, I feel like that was closure. That was that for all of us. Like, don't feel stupid, because she, too... 
Like, she has kids by him. So, like, if anybody out this whole situation, because I don't have any children by him, don't even have any children by him, but you got to deal with this person forever. And trust me, I understand all about that, too. We're dealing with the person that you choose to conceive, to have a child with, not really fully understanding who they are. But it was... It was kind of like that with her, you know, that that was, I feel like, was her perspective of the whole situation, too. Like, well, when we had that conversation and go back to it. But um, when I spoke to her, I got a good understanding of his character. And a lot of shit started adding up or whatever. And then we never got to speak. I never got to hear your side. And I wasn't interested in it. And it's not with the, oh, fuck her and just that and a third. It was just that he... We were done. He left. He was with another female. We're not together. So she wasn't relevant. What the fuck am I too worried about it for when she not relevant? You know what I'm saying? You didn't do nothing to me. I don't know you from a hole in the fucking wall. You don't owe me anything. So, of course, the curiosity of who the fuck it was was there because, mind you, he moved from New York to Maryland to come to be live with me. So I was like, who the fuck you know out here that quick? That you up and fucking left and not did you and because in my mind I'm like this nigga going back to his baby mother like this would me and a baby mother somehow I'm like he on a bus back to New York like this down the third no this nigga this nigga went over west (laughs) (laughs) you this nigga was a full fucking Baltimorean and I even fucking know it yo this nigga nigga knew Baltimore better than me within six months like that nigga was making his way around town walking fast (laughs) things just passing the phone now the girl. But, you know, whatever. It is what it is. And then it's like when um, you guys were together for like a year, right? Mm-hmm. So so like a year had went by and we still weren't together. But um, he had reached out to me or whatever. And it's, it was it was on some business shit. But anyway, that led to, that led to us speaking again and um, me forgetting who the fuck the person really was too I mean and maybe it was the same thing with him as well but us uh, trying to quote unquote make it work again so he went from being with me to being with Dell to back to being with me or whatever the case may be so four page letters like can we talk about (laughs) The, the, how this happened? Oh god! Because I know Chardell came home to a letter. Ugh. That was the exit strategy that he used. Yeah, so was... when he oh. wrote that letter, he was back at your house, or did no, he go he wrote... to someone else's? No, he wrote domain. that letter on his way to my house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. And I was on my way home. To tell this nigga that he had got a job at my job, okay? Because money had apparently been the issue as to why he can't sleep, baby. The nigga couldn't eat, couldn't shower. This nigga was going through a real depression. So, wait, wait. So, he didn't have a job? He didn't have... He didn't have a job? No. What job did he have previous to that? He was working at a group home. How did he get that job? I don't know. 
How did he get that job? Lily? Hey! Yes! So, you remember the the movie motherfucking This Is Christmas and how Lauren London's character always dating a guy and she changed her major in school? Mm -hmm. So, what's your major in school? Yeah, I'm studying law degree. Oh, shit. Mel Mel studying law degree, too. So, apparently, with whichever bed he hop into... Apparently there's a job there as well. Like fucking this is chameleon. A, yeah, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying. This this individual got the job at my job, and I'm thinking, and I'm coming home in the middle of the day. I had like one of them t- fucking seven to eleven type jobs. That that type of shift, and I had came home in the middle of the day. To let him know that he had got the job because my boss, I had ran down on my boss to talk about it. Like, hey, did you get his application? Blah, 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 blah. And when I say the whole, it could have been a murder in that bitch. And this motherfucker wiped his fingerprints clean out that motherfucking apartment. He... There was not one shred of evidence that he existed existed except for the goddamn letter. Mm -hmm. Except for the motherfucking letter. I don't remember what the shit say now because, you know, it's past me now. Mm -hmm. But the motherfucker tried to rub my back, wipe my tears, and kick me in the pussy all at the same time. And I was fucked up. I, I remember. I my, was my baby, fucked up. My baby was fucked up. I was there with her. Ugh. I came over. I came through. We was playing Daniel Caesar's album. Ugh. Over and over and over and over and over again. I remember my baby was going through it. And this is this is the things that, oh, that females shit. don't realize. Like the other side of the, of the, of the sword. You know, or, or the spectrum. Because... I can see that, because as you're saying that, I'm thinking about my while you're going through it, like when we went through our shit, this is y'all, this is y'all reality. Mm-hmm. Mine's was, my sister's ready to beat, the, beat him the fuck up. <laughs> that, that was my going through it, like what? Like this? Like what? Like, and she wanted answers, and she wanted, you know, things like that, and people don't think about that, and I think a lot of females don't think about that when you when you in a situation like that. Like, yo, some fucking females is just it is what it is you know what i'm saying just fucking creeps or crabs by nature right but i i think you definitely should give yourself just like with anybody else right i could be like yo tosh this is this is so and so and i'm like yo she's fucked up she's this she's that she's the the third but you could be like all right cool i hear you but you still want to get to know this person for your for your fucking self it it's the same it's the same fucking way it's the same fucking thing, and it's the same fucking way. And I want to switch it Yeah, yeah. You talking about the goddamn? <laughs> this shit is a lot. Yo, this, everything so, is playing in my head as yeah. I'm trying to talk it out. It's just, it was so much shit that happened in the midst of it. Not too bad, yeah. negative, mm-hmm. but like what got us there. So my head is there. Just want to know 
how did you discover or come to the realization of whatever to then send that group Please message on Facebook? That. Please get into that. So, drop the fucking mic before the mic even get pup, 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 started. So he gets back or whatever, and our plan is to be friends or whatever, cool and work on our friendship anyway, whatever the case may be. That all happened, of course. And I don't know, I felt like after a certain time, or it's like a month, you know, like after the new honeymoon was over, right? And motherfuckers is, is both falling back into their, their traits, their natural traits. I felt like after a month, you know, now he's working at Shardell's job that she got him, or whatever. Um, it just was off, right? And I felt like he possibly was still dealing with someone else, and I didn't know who, but it, in my mind, it was like, if he was, who else? You know what I'm saying? So, for all you naysayers before you pop shit, or whatever, because it took me nothing, to be like, you know, if you knew all of that, why you ain't walk away when you in this shit is different, all right? So, I kind of felt the shit and I knew the shit and where I'm at now, yeah, it could have took nothing from me at that moment to walk away, but I didn't, so let me tell you how it went, right? So, I felt like with the type of person that he is, um, he's the type of person that he'll deny it to the fullest fucking extent if there's no fucking proof, right? So, I felt it. But also, I had no reason to ever bring it up. I didn't see anything. There was no other signs. It was just a feeling inside, right? So, I put my phone in my car one day. Oh, my car at the time. He was driving to the job that Shardell um, got him. Let, let me be clear, though. I had two cars at the time, right? And, and, and I was letting this this motherfucker drive the other car. I was letting this nigga Jody me. <laughs> nigga, right? <laughs> baby boy in me. So, yeah, this fucking Jody-ass homosexual or whatever. And you can say it the fuck you want, but whatever. I'm, I'm looking at it as this. This is my perception regardless of what it was. It's like if we are together... Then I know it always takes a team. You know what I'm saying? Like, he didn't have a car at the time. He did have a car when he got out there. And it was a whole bunch of bullshit behind that. But it resulted in him not having a vehicle. Whatever, I got two. If we're in this together, this is us building each other, right? So it's not on something like, in my perception, this nigga, it is what it is. Anyway, so I just had a feeling. And I knew that I had to fucking approach him to really know or whatever like it was like every once in a while he'd do like and when i mean once in a while it probably happened like twice before i said fuck that i'm putting my phone in my car so it was like twice like a nigga did a little disappearing act like with a with a with a valid but bullshit excuse you know there's, there's no fucking proof of it but as females we know like that intuition shit is real and i i've been through my shit shit of relationships or whatever that there's just a certain point of fucking naiveness that that i just can't shake i just can't even do it to myself so i put the phone in my car so i had two cars i had two phones or whatever two phones two cars so i put my phone in my car or whatever and and i waited and i waited and he never knew it was in my trunk and whatever he never knew and then one day one day 
I got this call because the nigga used to work overnight shifts every now and then. Now, I'm gonna put y'all in the game because I, my, my situation with him, how it got there was like, to, to some people, you may look at it as being naive. To me, I gave that nigga enough rope to hang himself where he ain't have no fucking room to live again in my life. Put it like that. So, time went by, whatever, and I, I can't remember how long it took, but one day I got a call from him, and he was like, hey, I got pulled into work. I got to do an overnight, this, that, and the third. And I'm like, all right, cool. Now, mind you, the industry that he's working, like where he's working at is where Chardell got him the job at. It's the same type of job that I had gotten previous before, but he got put onto these job, put that to that type of job because I've been in that field forever. So I know how the game goes. Like he got the job because I was his boss. Like nigga, I hired you. So I put you on. The reason he knew anything about it was because I told him about this quick way where, you know, a good field where he can make money in too or whatever. And this is, um, you know, working with individuals with disabilities. I, I've been in that field for years and I felt like it would be a good fit because just of his character as a person pertaining to that. Anyway, long story short. So he said he did it over. He said he got called to do it overnight. Now you guys may not know it, but for those who know, you can't do over 16 fucking hours of overtime legally i know that because i was the fucking boss even though it's not the same agency this is some this is regular in general you can't fucking do over 16 hours of work without having at least a four hour break in between between working in this field that we work in i've been in it for years so i know that so mind you he just did a double he was trying to say that the job was making him do a triple so I was like, they making you do a triple? I'm like, that's crazy. He's like, yeah, I know, or whatever. So I, in my mind, I'm like, this the night. That ass, I'm, that, I'm like, this the night. So I'm like, oh, all right, well, you have a good night. He was like, all right. I was like, well, I'll see you when you get back, you know, because it was going to be the morning and Santa the third. So at the time, my homeboy Quan was over at my house, too. So I got my, I got my uh, a male friend named uh, Quan. Or whatever. I don't know why I just said that. But anyway, like that. But so my homeboy Quan was at the house or whatever at the time, and I was telling Quan what was going on as it was happening. So as soon as he hit me with that, I put Quan on again. Like, yo, my nigga, I put the phone in the car. The nigga did this. Did it. I'm like, he about to go. I'm like, this the day. So Quan is like not believing this shit. Like, nigga, nah, I don't believe it this time. I'm like, watch, nigga, watch. I'm. And, Mind you, I'm mad, calm about this shit. Like, when I hung up with him, it was like, all right, have a good night. Yeah, yeah, this, that, and Like, whatever. So, yo, no lie, y'all. Like, I don't know what time he was supposed to get over, but I'm using this example. It, it had to be, let's say if it was 10 o'clock, right? I knew he was going to get up at 10 o'clock. But mind you, he's doing a double. Yo, like, at 10, 15, that motherfucking car was moving. So, so... I'm looking on the thing, and I was like, look, Quan, I told you, the motherfucking car moving. So what I do, I call him. So I was like, hey. He was like, hey. I was like, what's up? Yeah, I was like, what you doing? He was like, nah, nah. I was like, he was like, oh, I, I just left out real quick or something like to get something to eat. I was like, oh, for real? I'm like, how you do that if they made you like stay? Like you left the guys by themselves or whatever the case may be because we working in a group home setting. Like you can't do that. So I'm like, how you do that or whatever? And I forgot what the fuck he said. But the, the excuse was he was going to get something to eat or whatever the case may be. So we took a little bit to sign it down. I was like, all right, later. So hung up. So now I'm watching the GPS or whatever. And the GPS ends up in, I forgot what the fuck part of Maryland it was. It wasn't that far, though. It was like, um, who? 
Yeah, it was like the Columbia area. It wasn't too far, but my fucking car, it finally stopped like 20 minutes or something later, and it stopped at one of these hotels. I, my mind is everywhere. I can't remember certain shit because I got so much shit in my head. But anyway, it was it stopped at a hotel. So my dad, I'm like, yo, Quan. I tell Quan, like, yeah, I'm out. He like, where you going? I'm like, I'm out. So Quan, like, nah, you not about to go nowhere. He trying to stop me because he like, nah, you not about to do no dumb shit. Like, nah, you not going nowhere. I'm like, son, just stay here. And my, he in the house. My kid is there. So I'm like, just stay here. I'm like, I'm not going to do anything stupid. Trust me. Just stay here or whatever. So Quan really didn't let me go. Like, we had to go through a whole, do, whole debacle. And I ran out the house and then I left. Because I know he wasn't gonna go nowhere with the baby. You know my son was there at the time. When he wasn't a baby, he was like a toddler. So, you know, I left out or whatever. And I just told Quan, like, when I was on my way, like, yeah, I'm not gonna do anything stupid. Like, trust me, I'm not gonna do anything stupid. But I'm going there. I'm pulling the fuck up. So, I pull up and it's at a hotel. I think it was like the Marriott or one of them shits. And it's at a hotel or whatever. Mind you, he don't know shit. He don't know nothing. But I know my car still there. Get to the hotel. See my car there. So I'm like, all right. So me, so I get out the car or whatever. I'm like, things was how to fucking figure this shit out. Anyway, I end up calling. I end up calling him. He didn't answer. And then I text him or whatever. And I forgot what I said, but I said it was like something like it was an emergency. Like, call me really quick. Like, it's an emergency or whatever. Like, I know you're busy or something. Yeah, yeah, just call me really, really quick or whatever. So, I know with that, he's going to pick up. He's going to call. So, he called me. I mean, so he called my phone. So, he's like, yeah, what's up? I was like, I'm not sure exactly the exact words. But I know at that moment, I said to him, like, so you either gonna come downstairs or I'm gonna come upstairs. And he was like, what you talking about? I was like, I'm downstairs in a hotel or whatever. My car is outside or whatever. And he was like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm like, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You gonna come downstairs or I'm gonna come upstairs. Which one? <laughs> Did he come downstairs? Eventually he came downstairs because, um, yeah, he ain't know what I was capable of at that time. You know what I'm saying? So eventually, he did come downstairs. And, and when he came downstairs or whatever, um, clearly he was upstairs with somebody else or whatever the case may be. And I'm going I'm to I'm keep it real. I had no idea who it was. But in my mind, I was thinking like it had to be Dale. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just so easy to go back just like how it was with me. This is what I'm thinking. Yeah. So... I forgot what happened, but he wasn't going back upstairs or whatever. I was, I, it was, I was on some shit like get your shit and let's go or whatever. I forgot what it was, but he wasn't going back upstairs. But long story short, he ended up folding and ended up trying to go back upstairs to where his stuff was and was banging on the door or whatever. And went to the door, so I saw where the door was at because I walked with him upstairs and I ain't have no intention on like fighting shorty or nothing like that or whatever. I, it was just gonna be very clear what the fuck is up. Like that's it. So, the girl never answered the fucking door. Like, we was, he was banging, kicking the bitch, never answered the door or whatever. So, we end up going back downstairs, got into a little argument. The nigga act like he was leaving in my car or whatever. And he left, allegedly. And I went right the fuck back upstairs. And I was banging on that bitch. Bang, 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 banging on the door. Bang, 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 bang. She finally answered the door. This bitch was asleep. She passed out because she was drunk. So she was fucked up. That's why she wasn't answering the door or whatever. So she opened the door. She had no clothes on, no nothing. 
or whatever. And I was like, where his stuff at? And she was like, well, I was like, I'm, let me get his shit or whatever. So I walked in the room and got his shit or whatever. And then she was like, you know, she asked me, I think she asked me like, you know, what's up this time and third. And I made it like very clear to her like, yo, this nigga, this time and third, like I ain't come to come at her aggressively or nothing like I ain't have no issue with her. Let's not, not get it twisted. I ain't no fucking punk, clearly. Because I ain't have no fucking hesitation with what the possibilities was of opening the door. I just knew the type of energy that I wasn't on. Yeah. But I knew that I wasn't scared, whatever it had to come to. So we had a really brief conversation. And I really was interested in what she had to say. And it wasn't because of me feeling like, oh, you another bitch. It was just like, she didn't even got nothing to deal with what the fuck I'm, I'm preparing myself for with him. Like, yeah. I really didn't even give a fuck what she had to say, to be honest. Like, I saw what I needed to know. You ain't got to tell me nothing. I don't care about how it happened, when it happened, where it happened. It happened. That's all I need to fucking know. Like, yeah. period. So, anyways, that situation was what led to me um, being like, you know what, that's it. Now, after that happened, I didn't go home that, like, we went back to my house and everything. I didn't put him out or nothing. It was just on some clarity, like, listen... We cool. That's about it. At the time, we got into a business together. We were in it already. We had a really great business plan. Like we we could focus on our business, and that's just about it, or whatever. And we agreed to that. And I was I was I felt that in the moment that I was okay with that. But then the girl um, back at the hotel had DM'd me with like a it was like a picture or something. Like, letting me know that she was pregnant by him. Or whatever. And when she sent that to me, it was like, I don't even want to be friends with this nigga. I don't even want to be... I don't want nothing with you, nigga. Like, nah. Like, it was just like a, a reopening of the wound. So, anyway, that's what ended the situation or whatever between me and him. Because at that moment when that happened or whatever, that led to the result of me like, nigga, you gotta go. Or whatever. Like, it was like a whole big thing that happened between us and all that shit but it led to us fucking leaving the whole situation alone but my sister or whatever um i remember her always saying to me like yo reach out to her like she wanted to my sister from her own curiosity wanted to know Dell's perception of what the fuck happened and again it's not that I ain't care or nothing like that it was just like Dell ain't have nothing to do with my beef with him so I don't care you know what I'm saying like yeah. I don't need to come to her about her story I know what he did or whatever and back to that because when he did tell me about the letter shit real quick sidebar and this is just to say that too cause some of Females, you be punk ass bitches before these niggas just because you fucking them and think that it may, it don't make it a right to correct shit or whatever. And what I did have sight of that needed to be corrected, I've always stood in my shit. When he did come back or whatever the case may be, we spoke about the nature of how he left her and he told me that shit. And I said that to him like, that's fucked up. That's real fucked up in that's mad whack. Like how you leave her a fucking letter. Like I didn't think it was funny. I think it was n nothing about that. Immediately, it was like, like, what type of sucker shit is that? Like, yeah. it's straight up fucking coward. In the same way, when that shit got thick with that girl and shit, even in the manner how it was handled, was very cowardly with him. Like, it was like once he got exposed, he had to run and fucking duck. Like, he couldn't take the fact that somebody seeing him for who he truly was instead of really fucking realizing who you truly are. That's it. 
And you can always fix that once you realize that. But anyway, that situation is what led to me saying, with my sister saying, like, Yo, you should reach out to her. You reach out to her. And it was more like, all right, I'm just going to fucking do it. But fuck it. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to put everybody in it. I'm going to blow the whole shit up because I know ain't no coming back from this. I don't have no intention on being cool with him. I don't give a fuck what he think about me. Nothing. This is just straight up, nigga. It is what the fuck it is. Like, and it's going to be what it's going to be. Who going to stop me? And whatever. And niggas was low-key victims. Like, you know what I'm saying, too? Like, not trying to play no victim card. But I do feel like he intentionally knew what the fuck he was doing. There's a difference when you just don't know. I feel like his shit was definitely planned. It was well fucking, you know, premeditated pre or whatever. So you knew what the fuck you was doing. You knew... You knew where weaknesses were and where it showed up at to show where you could blend in to be the fucking chameleon that you was. Like, you used the word swindle. It's not fucking swindle. He he got you in a way that you just wasn't familiar to. You ain't never fucked with nobody like that, so you don't even know what the fuck a person like that looked like. I ain't never take a male friend, somebody that I call my friend, that I was fucking with, low-key here and there and turned them into a fucking relationship so that was my way of realizing it through that perception because if it was any other nigga he wouldn't have got away with that either you get what i'm saying so it was, it was just an area that and i had like i said i had my sheer fair relationships but this was a different type and i don't go into every situation looking at it like you just like the last nigga i always give these motherfuckers enough rope to hang themselves and they fucking do and he did so once he hung himself, you dead already. So yeah, I sent that out. What's up? Like, what the fuck is you gonna do? He's a coward already. He already ran some. I think he ran back to New York at this time, or whatever. But yeah, so that's how we got there. So I sent out the message like, don't feel bad. Like, let's sit in our shit. It is what it is. But it helped us get to where we needed to fucking be to realize how we even got into a relationship with a motherfucker like that. Cause don't get it twisted. He is who he is. But there was something about us that allowed a motherfucker like that to have access to us. And I feel like that was the beginning of it. Because look at the whole situation. Like, not no shade. Like, his baby mother is, uh, to me, a great person. I think she, she has a great personality of how the role she played to him in, in his life. I don't know her really so much as my friend, like how I know Del. But she seems cool. She seems like a great person or whatever. And... How her shit turned out was that he was a scumball, a scum fucking bag, and was trying to talk to his best friend's, was sleep with his best friend's girlfriend at the time, right? And I gotta go back to just, just say this shit, right? How things played out. So he was trying to sleep with his, his best friend, quote unquote, girlfriend at one point in time and it all had came out and blew up and him and his kid's mother were still together this time the third right but how it ended was the irony in it was that his kid's mother ended up with the best friend <laughs> drop one of dj clue bombs <laughs> what and and when you and when you understand the situation instead of looking at it like oh that's fucked up that was his friend she deserved every bit of what his friend gives her yeah. if it's peace and if it's fucking happiness she deserves every bit of what he was not capable of doing why not that ass like why not in and from my perspective 
when he talked about that friend, it wasn't from the nature of a friend anyway, because I ain't talking about my friends like that either. No funny shit, and I'm not saying it because of what he did. As a character, he showed a little bit of jealousy towards this specific friend or whatever, and I feel like it was because of where that person was versus to where he was. Perception. Not saying it is. Perception. But it was very ironic that that's the person that she's with, happily, happily. That's the person who stepped up when he stepped off the dip from New York to Maryland to go be with me and leave her in a fucked up situation with him and her kids or whatever the case may be. That's the person who stepped up and supported her, helped her with her kids and played that part. And he had the nerve to be mad. <laughs> but that's the funny shit about it. Cause the only thing you could be mad about is just that it's him, not who he is. Or not what he did or contribute. The only thing you could be mad about was that it's sting in your motherfucking heart that it's him. But if you remove the fact that you look at him as a friend, if this was just a regular guy that she ended up in a relationship with, you can't say shit, nigga. No. You can't say shit. No. You need to respect him as a friend. That nigga picked your family up. Like, you know what I'm saying? That you drop for your own selfishness. And it took me to have the conversation with his children's mother to understand her perspective of that shit. Because when he came to Maryland to come be with me, that wasn't the perception of, the, of, of how this was all rolling out. It wasn't. And to be real, I think he knew that. Because, nigga, I would never fuck with a nigga with that type of characteristic. I would have never allowed no shit like that. And for me, it was a business partner. Oh, yeah. And we let's get to that, too. Yeah. But anyway, so... The baby moms, the baby mother, or whatever, and shout out to her, or whatever. Yeah, she's happily, and she's with the friend, and I wish them the best. And I can't wait to show up to their fucking wedding, because I don't have, we don't have no issue. We never had an issue. He was the problem in both of our fucking lives. But other than that, off the script, what? It's nothing that you could say why you would want it to be a negative situation. Now, then there's us. From the moment that that message was sent, and that was back in what? 2018. 18? We've been thick as thieves. We've been thick as thieves. Thick. So thank you, you thick, homosexual. Thick, 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 thick. Like, you know, it's always a lesson that comes with the fucking negative shit. Yeah, it was negative, but... The nature of our relationship, y'all gonna see, this is just the beginning. You can't even understand how much more we gain from a situation that started off as maybe negative, but it provided so much more positivity to us, um, you know, in a, in a good way. So, yeah. I consider her my blood and it don't come no thicker. Hey. Boom, boom. Because she's the dead nigga. <laughs> Yeah, let me not. Yeah. When people try to sue. Yeah. And get credit. Yeah. But yeah, I have a sister wife, and I'm proud of it. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Sit Down Grown Folks and Podcast. I'm your girl, Del. And I'm with my girl, Lil. And we had our girl, Tosh. And uh, it's a wrap. <laughs>